0: This is what camp's about! Who's with me? Keep
1: telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody?
0: Time for you all to leave. Hey! Clearly this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy.
1: Gave it a name that's precious.
0: We're on our own.
1: We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Yes! Dinosaurs! Plenty of dinosaurs. So? Ready for an adventure? Absolutely. But I'm going to need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going now. Let's get the six of you to camp. Welcome back to our Camp Cretaceous month-long celebration here at the Jurassic Park podcast where we've been taking a look at each episode of the DreamWorks Animation series on Netflix. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down episode 5 of with my favorite title of any episode ever happy birthday eddie Uh, (laughs) i'm pumped to discuss this one it's a wild one so joining me for the birthday discussion here today is my good buddy and a man who refused to sign eddie's birthday card i got tim here from collect jurassic how you doing dude
2: I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: <laughs> I'm doing good. I, I I'm hoping to celebrate Eddie's birthday the right way. I hope I got him a good gift. I don't know. I you know, he's not a very awesome guy, so I wouldn't <laughs> worry about it too much. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Um, you know, this is a funny one. i I, you know, thinking back to this episode, i, I the birthday part really stands out to me, and what? I didn't even notice like when I was originally watching these episodes, I didn't really notice the episode titles. Um, so kind of revisiting all the episode titles has been a lot of fun and happy birthday, yeah. Eddie, perfectly titled <laughs> It really sums up this one. Um, yeah, so what cool. are your, what are your like overall thoughts on this episode as a whole? Cause it's a, it's a wild one, I think.
2: Yeah, it's wild. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was, um, it's got some important things in it that happened to, um, like with, uh, with bumpy and everything, mm-hmm. right? Bumpy comes in this episode, right? If, if I remember correctly. Uh, wait. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that episode, is that the next episode? Sorry. Might... Spoilers. <laughs> oh no wait <laughs> Might be it, in
0: it is in this one it is in this one yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. You're, oh, you're right you're right so i feel like i feel like that's that's an uh an, like an important <laughs> part um and you know we we really see them uh sort of uh kind of figure out that like they really are in this alone when they meet the lovely eddie and he's not as much help as a grown-up <laughs> would be as you would imagine in that situation if you were a kid so um i think it's an important episode for everybody and uh i just like to go see you know parts of Jurassic World that are derelict and abandoned. So getting to visit that lab again after the the downfall of Jurassic World was was kind of cool too.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um so getting into this episode, this one kicks off in the jungle. The kids are are wandering around mm-hmm. lost. Uh what 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 happened at the end of this one? Uh the Carnotaurus faced off with the Indominus Rex at the end of the previous episode at the fence there. And then we cut to this the jungle sequence and the kids are mm-hmm. wandering around. Uh yeah. there's they're still arguing over brooklyn's lost phone um, right now at, at this point in time we already know right we know that sammy stole the phone but when the phone originally went missing was that something that you were like oh it's got to be sammy or did you have any other ideas as to who it could be
2: um i mean i felt like i don't know at that point when i you know when i first saw the first season you have this drone picking up something in the mm-hmm. jungle at night it's like i didn't know what was happening so um I, I mean, obviously something shady was going on with Sammy, but I thought like, I guess I didn't think go right to her stealing it. She still seemed like kind of a good person. So I don't know. I thought maybe like a secret Biosyn agent or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then shortly thereafter when they come out the zip zip tie, I think that's kind of, or zip line, that's kind of where they figure it out. But uh, yeah. no, I mean, I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit surprised that it was her.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, you know clues in that one moment where she sees brooklyn looking at the uh footage but like overall you don't really know who did what in the in these circumstances so um yeah i i think she was an obvious choice but i like um i like the conversation here between the kids and at this point we we basically know who the leader is but uh, i like i like this conversation here i'm gonna play a little audio clip so uh let's take a listen fellow campers chill what we need here is someone who can make the hard call on what to do next since i'm obviously leadership material i'll do this and my first decree as leader is for everyone to stop talking and just listen to darius huh (laughs) you got us out of camp alive plus i can blame you if anybody gets eaten leadership (laughs) so which way darius I like that. I like. I love Kenji. He's such a fun character. Yeah, me too. He um, he's definitely a guy I thought would be a little annoying at first, but every time he right. has some interaction with the with the cast, I'm like, this guy is hilarious. He cracks me up every time. He's declaring himself the leader, but but you know, pushing everything off to to Darius, which uh, makes a lot of sense. Darius is a a natural leader here.
2: Def- definitely, I think Kenji's got a good mix of like written dialogue and voice acting like coming together to be Mm. someone who you think on paper would be like the worst but he's always entertaining um like that first moment when he like throws the bag that's like his worst moment when he throws the bag (laughs) at um like that's that's when you're like oh this guy but after that he's like pretty much entertaining and even when he's doing stuff like this you're not like what a loser you're you know you're he's it's funny you know that he does a good job Mm-hmm. Kind of walking the line, and uh, and yeah, and in this moment, like this is really where Darius sort of takes really takes charge, um, mm-hmm. and then you know, for the rest of the show, basically.
0: Yeah, at this point, they they end up uh, heading you know in a certain direction because like they're like oh well, the the Carno paddock must be that direction or whatever. They, the fence is destroyed at that point, and they yeah. they do make um, a little comment about the enclosure being due north of the park or whatever so i'm like oh that's mm-hmm. kind of cool like i i like it when they talk about directional stuff in the show and like yeah. paddocks and like you know where that's certain my things part. are. That that's yeah. literally
2: my that's what i came for basically
0: <laughs> it's so it's so silly just to be excited about a direction of a thing because I, yeah. I know for myself and and you know the podcast people out there like we all are very confused about the logistics of how people got from each, you know, point in time in Jurassic world, the film. And then, uh, and then this show kind of throws everything else, you know, out there with, as far as like, where's the camp, where is all this other stuff in relation to that. (laughs) So I, I like it at least when they're like, Hey, something's North. And you're like, okay, well that's where I guess I can sort of pinpoint something at least. (laughs) Right. Right.
2: As long as the, like, it's not moving around like the lagoon, we should be (laughs) able to walk
0: it. Yeah, I've, I've had uh, I had people mention that, like, wouldn't it be great if uh, – and I forget where it came from, to be honest. It might have been – I don't know if I'm attributed this uh, incorrect, incorrectly, but I, th- I think it was actually Stephen Ray Morris who said something along the lines of um, they should have the kids stumble across uh, some sort of map where they, they – they change something in the in the system that actually moves the lagoon or something like that, yeah, so right. that yeah, that yeah, way, like exactly. Mills, yeah, Mills has like an incorrect map or something like that. Like, yeah. so it would be something funny like that. But yeah, I, that would be I, funny. I
2: legitimately was waiting for that at one point when I didn't really know kind of how the show was going to work. I was like, um, you know, I, I can see them sort of explaining it a way, but uh, mm-hmm. I think we we find out that uh, the lagoon is is where you would expect it to be, <laughs>
0: <laughs> where where <laughs> at, it always is in, time,
2: in Jurassic World. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know, in the universe of the show, the lagoon is where it's supposed to be. Yeah, uh, it moves later. <laughs> at some point,
0: a couple <laughs> years later, it moves. Yeah, yeah, it takes a little bit of uh, – maybe there's a lot of um, earthquakes or something like that due to the volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows, you know? Yeah, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> at this point, we uh, – oh, oh, actually, the, the the kids were around that that enclosure and everything, and Toro, they're like, oh, I don't know where Toro is, and he's just behind them. Like, he's right yeah. there. So you know that this dinosaur is going to be stalking them the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, but was, we, it, we... was
2: it Toro's foot or was it Indominus's foot that comes down? Uh, I thought it was in. So oh, really?
0: I don't out, know. Right? I just thought it was Toro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. I love that scene, though.
2: It's one of the scenes from the trailer, too. And it's it's just kind oh, of was a, it? A, okay. a cool setup.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, one of my favorite moments comes right up here. Um, we cut to Dave and Roxy. They're locked uh-huh. away in some random room. Uh, I have the audio mm-hmm. cue here, so let's take a listen, because... This is maybe a little bit longer one, but there's some really fun stuff in there as far as, like, name drops and other things and some surprising details. So let's take a listen real quick.
1: Oh, this is taking forever. I know Claire's a busy lady, but we can't leave the kids alone all day.
2: Wow, hitting the first names. You only do that when you're annoyed.
1: Of course (laughs) I'm annoyed, David. We need to talk to Claire and get back to the kids ASAP. But instead, they shove us in here and just tell us to wait for her, and then everyone just disappears. Where'd they go? Something's going on.
2: Look, I'm sure Claire... Yeah, that's not going to work. Miss Deering will get to us when she can.
1: When? We've been here so long, someone gave you a birthday card to sign.
2: All right, the real issue is that no one else signed it. That's just sad. Poor... Eddie. Dear Eddie. I don't know you... But I'm sure you're you doing a bang job, and help me find even phone if
1: no one the signed your card. We have to get a hold of someone. Ideally, Claire Deering. Okay,
2: maybe, maybe, maybe she's hiding so she doesn't have to sign this card in. Are you picking that lock?
1: What? I watched Brooklyn's hacks for when you lock yourself out of your hotel room video. It was actually so good I subscribed. Don't tell her. Almost... Ugh, I'm so good. Mildly impressive.
0: that is is like that ending right there is one of my favorite things just yeah. you know the surprise of opening that cabinet seeing all the walkie-talkies all green and then uh, you know as the it, this is the this is the indominus attack attack in uh, the acu moment there um right. and i love how it correlates with everything going on in that scene it's really really fun and just the way that those 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 walkies are turning red you're like oh that guy's gone that guy's right, gone right. like it just happens so fast it's awesome
2: Yeah, and I think that's what's, like, um, you know, we we talk about Camutations being sort of a kid's show that's sort of, you know, for a mature audience, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it it walks the line. And this this moment really um, does a great job of, like, kind of showing, like, these dinosaurs are dangerous they're killing people you know it's but it does it in a way that I feel like can work within the constraints of the show um, and still kind of like be a little bit foreboding without just showing like people getting ripped apart or mm-hmm. in a corny way like showing people get eaten behind a rock or something over and over again because you, you there's a bunch of walkie talkies and they all go red so you just mm-hmm. you know like a bunch of people just got uh, <laughs> iced by the Indominus Rex so I think they yeah. did a great job um, uh, kind of Figuring that out in this scene in a way that just works.
0: Yeah, and this... I think it's uh, fully in this episode. Like, the way that... Is it this episode? No, no, it might be the next one. <laughs> we're, we're going back and forth. These two work so well hand in hand. Yeah, um, yeah. But like these two episodes, next to at least, and, and the last one even, they do a great job of like giving you that context as far as like where the Indominus is, where the yeah. timeline of events are as far as Jurassic World. And I really love that this is just one of those little things thrown in there that you're like, okay right. – Timeline-wise, you know, they they just they're all in the um, in the control room watching over the sequence happen. Uh, you yeah. know they, that the Hamada picks up the chunk of uh, you know Indominus flesh and and then you know all you know havoc it, it plays out there yeah. in, the, in the jungle. And I love that this you know this show really pinpoints all those moments really well. Um, and we got a big one coming up in the next episode, though. But it's awesome.
2: Yeah, and I think that's like what a lot of like Jurassic fans came for you know is, is how does this kind of overlap how is this going to mm. fit in and they could have made it a little more on the nose a little more obvious but i think something like this that's a little bit more like of a different perspective is is more appreciated than just sort of like retreading it with like see C- different you know cartoony cg or something like they could have done so yeah um i, I love stuff like that and like you said the next episode has an even more obvious one but this was kind of a cool lead into that
0: and what I, what I think is great about that as well is kind of touching on what you said. Um, there's there's actually no... Like, really, outside of Dr. Wu, there's no cameos. There's a lot of, like, you know, uh, character names and stuff like that dropped. Yeah. I was really surprised that there was no cameos. So that way they can do their own thing. They don't have to tread on that ground um, from Jurassic World all that much. They can just kind of let you know here and there where they are. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, did you expect anybody, like, outside of Dr. Wu to show up? Because I know going into the show i'm like all right we're we're definitely there's no way we're not getting owen like owen is their bread and butter on every Ah. box every toy everything out there and then i of course i had watched um one episode of the fast and furious show the same creators and everything universal show and dominic toretto the main guy is right there in episode one and i'm like oh for sure owen owen will be here Absolutely. Huh. But they got no. that
2: nice Lego Owen voice actor too, they could have done. I mean, he yeah. does a pretty good job, like honestly. <laughs> um, actually, I, I guess maybe I was being a little pessimistic. I was like, there's no way they're gonna do anything like that. Um, and when they when Dr. Wu showed up, it was like, Oh, okay. Um, I was a little disappointed that I wasn't like BD Wong because BD Wong has lent his sure. voice to like so many supplemental drastic media things. Yeah. That was a little I threw me for a loop. I and mean, this isn't like some little tiny side project um but uh no i mean I, I guess i didn't think we'd get anybody um so i was just happy what that we did get um dr Wu in the yeah. end. yeah i don't know i i and, and we'll, maybe we can talk about this a little bit more with eddie um when we get there but I, the the adults on this show like <laughs> emotion wise they don't do it for me I, I think roxy does it for me but um dave his expressions always look weird. So, and Eddie looked real weird. um oh,
0: Eddie, poor so, Eddie. So,
2: so Owen, I feel like it would have been it would have been weird to see his little CJ CG half beard and all that stuff. I don't know. I, I think we're, we're good that we he didn't show up because it could have sure. been weird.
0: Yeah, this could have been a moment for Claire to like barge in, but they're they just like play it off on the uh, other employees in the park that they just like throw them in the office. They're sitting there waiting. Somebody came here, sign this birthday card for Eddie. I I love that
2: corporate thing too, which is awesome.
0: (laughs) I love, I love that Eddie, uh, Dave is just like Eddie, I'm sure you're doing a bang up job wherever you are. I feel like
2: Dave and Dave and Lori would have been great friends. Like they would have, they would have had some good banter, like (laughs) two dudes, you know, just kind of in a a more chill way, living in this sort of uptight corporate environment. They, they, it would have been fun to see them get a little. little
0: Yeah. I, I, I can't help, but think of uh, the live tour with that character, Chad, you know, him and Chad are like, are like identical. Like that would be so funny if they were hanging out together. Um, (laughs) So, I, I like the, the, the point of Roxy saying, like, yeah, I watched Brooklyn's videos, don't tell her. So, she opens yeah. up that cabinet and everything. But, uh, yeah. man, that was just such a cool uh, tie-in of events there. So, after that, where do we go? We cut back to the jungle, okay? And um, at this point, uh, the kids stumble on uh, another thing that is actually, you know, straight from the films. Uh, sort of, I guess you could say. Uh, they they yeah. stumble upon Zack and Gray's gyrosphere attack area right Uh so this is one of those moments going going into the show just knowing that like you know we're gonna get bumpy i don't know how we're gonna get bumpy introduced um people had started talking about like how that would happen and stuff and you know the thought process went to bumpy being a part of these ankylosaurs that we see in jurassic world right and we know nothing good happens in that moment so i was always worried that bumpy would be there and it would just you know carnage would happen and stuff like that bumpy would be watching from the side just a Um, land
2: before time moment basically just a little foot getting abandoned in the rain
0: (laughs) yeah so then so then we get that lab sequence i think in episode two or whatever and they introduce bumpy and i'm like ah that's maybe that's not how it happens maybe that's not it but then little do we know they introduce bumpy to the wild and bumpy is there just right around the corner checking this all out and uh that's just awesome that they they place this all together um you know, put this 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 character right there uh, with Zach and Gray's gyrosphere at that attack spot. It's definitely way different looking, um, but it's kind of if you think about it, it's actually kind of in line <laughs> with the way that Jurassic depicts past events in in a, yeah. in, a in a way like a you know like the 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 visitor center in Jurassic World is a bit different looking on the outside. Um, yeah. That that like spot with the uh, explorer in Fallen Kingdom. Bit different looking yeah. than it looked in, yeah, in the first way, Jurassic way Park, yeah. but then you get this one. It's very different looking. Trees are different. The whole area, the yeah. the, the gyrosphere itself, all different looking. Um, does that bother you yeah. at all, or, or or are you okay with it? You do know exactly what it is, you know, no matter what.
2: No. I mean, literally, this is the first moment where I was like, that's supposed to be their gyrosphere. <laughs> I thought it was just a random gyrosphere. <laughs> so um, so there you go. I didn't even know it. So if that was their intention, they, they, it was lost on this hardcore fan. I mean, it makes sense now. I mean, how many places were Ankylosaurus killed yeah. um, by gyrospheres? So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just think of, um, you know, when Claire and Owen roll up and pull the Indominus tooth out, like, mm-hmm. I – I can see that scene in my head, and and this was not it, um, but uh, but it makes yeah. sense. It does make sense, and, and and it's obviously reframed in a different animation style. So try not to get too hung up on that stuff. But sure, yeah. I guess I thought the, I thought the gyrosphere was totally smashed, and I think the one that we look at in the show is pretty intact, right? Yeah, I,
0: it's 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 mostly intact there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But like, yeah. what else so, are they trying to visually tell us? You know, like there's a dead ankylosaurus there, the gyrosphere yeah. is attacked, like. Is there? Are you telling me there's another place where an ankylosaurus was killed? Yeah. Atmosphere? No, no. no. Like the it has to be that one spot. Like there's no yeah. way around it. But it's just right. weird yeah. that things look a little bit different. But I mean, when you look at the texture of the show, I think you know a lot of the times the show looks really cool. It looks really great. Um, the dinosaurs <laughs> especially look amazing. But like yeah. you can tell, there's sometimes there's like little shortcuts here and there as far as building out the rest of the world, um, yeah. whether it's around certain facilities or whatever it is. But um, yeah, this is one of those moments, I think.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, they 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 did the best of what they had. So, mm-hmm.
0: so uh, at this point, they they try to figure out where to go, and they they want to head to the nearest lab. Um, mm-hmm. And and the kids are like, you know what, we we cannot bring Bumpy. Bumpy's gonna slow yeah. us down. She belongs in the wild. Um, and uh, you know, Darius he's he's doubting himself again. He doesn't know if this is the right thing to do to head to that thing. He's like, "What if we go this way and we all die? I don't know. I don't want that to be mm-hmm. on me. <laughs> um, yeah. And I like uh, there's this one quote um from from uh, Darius. he's Ben falls behind, then he comes through a bush, and then Darius is like, Ben. Are you hiding Bumpy in that bush? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, Ben's got some great lines in this episode, too. Like one yeah. comes right after this where he's like, We'll take the van. And then they look and the van's there. I mean, that's just a, a great <laughs> moment. But, um kind of being introduced to Bumpy. I mean, I know we saw baby Bumpy, and we yeah. had we have to address this because I know we've talked about this offline many times. Bumpy's miraculous growth um yeah. from being like a, a baby, um, probably like a few days generously maybe a few weeks earlier and now it's suddenly like a large dog-sized ankylosaurus but Mm. um so it grows large i guess whatever but i mean the mannerisms that they baked into this character and like kind of like it reminds me of like a pig almost like it's perfect um and and (laughs) like from this moment where it gallops out and like kind of um ben embraces it and they kind of give each other a look like it they, they did a really good job with this <laughs> character for not being like based in the films or like having like a model they can lean on from the films. Like I'm just, Bumpy's just a, a very well realized character.
0: Yeah. And they have those, like, um, those little touches that really relate back to the, the past films and stuff like that, where, you know, they- john hammond has to be there for the birth of every dinosaur to you know to impress and then and then owen's talking about you know impressing on these dinosaurs and stuff like that and then of course ben is right there as this dinosaur is 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 born so he's impressed upon that dinosaur you know to the point where maybe he thinks it's like his dad or his mom or something like that and yeah so it it all works out really well um and you can kind of you can believe it you know in in a good way and I, I love Bumpy. Bumpy is so cute and you're talking about the mannerisms and everything. Bumpy just like rolls over and like kind of like looks like he falls asleep or something at that point and is right. just, like right. snoring or whatever. With, it's so funny. Even with her
2: face. I mean the way that her face kind of like contorts and like pants. It's it's all just really well done. I mean it, yeah. I, I I have nothing but respect for animators and um kind of taking nothing and making this like motive thing you know um and obviously we see that with like pixar they do it like it's no big deal but for something a little more smaller scale like this i'm you know my expectations for this show were were you know they were measured they were high but they were measured but um i just think bumpy was came out came out better than you know i, I could have ever imagined and uh yeah you know it's not uh it hasn't k- kind of caught fire like Baby Yoda, but um for us <laughs> Jurassic fans I feel like it's it's pretty pretty dang good.
0: Oh yeah. I think yeah, in our circles definitely it's got that that yeah. same fire beneath it. But like yeah, outside of that it really hasn't permeated all that much, you know, like Baby Yoda has. But um yeah. you know, they they definitely towed the line really, really nicely of like, let's make this character cute. Um, and believable that it would do all these things, not like you know, not too uh, too much of like a, a human type character, or or, yeah, or yeah. too much of an animal that you like a dog or something like that. So right. it, they do, they they like toe that nice line there, and I think they've done a great job. But at this point, Ben, you know, he he has to stand up for Bumpy because they've all talked trash about Bumpy, and uh, yeah. I like I like this little segment here. So let me uh, play this. Hi, Ben. <laughs>
1: No, you say hello, because she is coming with us. So there. Ben, you're not thinking this through. Bumpy's too slow. Then, then we'll put her in the van. What van? (laughs) That one.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. He's standing up for Bumpy. He he loves Bumpy, yeah. and uh, you know maybe she could run. She could run fast at some point, or we could just put her in that van right there. Um, yeah. And this van, this van plays a, a big role in the in the upcoming uh, you know episode here. So this is um or this episode, um, the kids find that that transport unit. There's a tablet inside, right? And uh, there's a map on it with all the dinosaurs and everything. They get the walkie. Nobody's responding on the walkie. Um, but they do notice that like Brachiosaurus are in different locations. So there must be fences down. Um, and then you get Bumpy starting to freak out, you know, Bumpy's like a little agitated and the kids are like, well, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, you know, something's coming. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing on the transponder at all. Nothing's getting picked up. Right. So, and this correlates with what we, what we just found out about the, the ACU attack. And that's the moment we know that the transponder was taken out and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no transponder in there. So it's all, it's all paying off really nicely. The kids buckle themselves in all in the back, which is pretty yeah. hilarious to me. Who's yeah. going to drive? Yeah. It's <laughs> um, another great
2: bit right after what Ben says about, and the van, like it, just right after that, it's yeah. just another, another kind of <laughs> funny moment. You can probably see it happening too. It's not even just oh, yeah. tricks. It's like, yeah, I can totally see that happening. It's, it's well, yeah,
0: the, I mean, they rely on adults, and we'll find that out in a exactly. little bit as well. Like they really do rely on adults, and, and that's what kids mm-hmm. do. Um, so they all you know buckle themselves in, and I like. Uh, I think Ben had the comment about like, well, the gyrospheres had joysticks and a Jimmy Fallon tutorial and stuff like that. So yeah, I like that little right. Drop yeah. Jimmy
2: Fallon's name, too, which I was like, that's cool. I like. That. Yeah. That's, that's- yeah.
0: It makes the whole world a little bit more believable when they mention stuff like that. Um, yeah, but sure. at that point, the Indominus roars out in the jungle. Kenji's like, Kenzie's like, "All right, I got to do this. I got to drive." He yeah. fly flies down the hill to the research uh, research lab there, and uh, they yeah. lost they lost the Indominus, and they find the lab. Yeah. And this is this is one of my, I guess, favorite moments. I don't know. It's so weird. It's such a strange moment, but they get in that lab. Like they go in, and like there's just a birthday cake, a lit birthday yeah, cake. Right. <laughs> what i'm like sitting there like watching this like what in the world is happening right now it's like a very quick horror
2: movie or something it (laughs) just kind of had a a creepy vibe a little bit it was definitely strange
0: yeah it's so strange just like you know in our heads we're we're thinking about all the most insane things that we could see and and what could happen for these kids who's in this lab and then all of a sudden it's a birthday cake and we're like yeah right okay (laughs) yeah right (laughs) The yeah, downfall of weird. Jurassic world yeah you know, everything yeah. is is just tearing apart right now, and this guy mm-hmm. is having his birthday um yeah. so it's super funny to me um you know on one pan one hand I guess you can sort of feel bad for Eddie if you want to because yeah. you know nobody cares about the guy nobody fills out his birthday card nobody tells them tells him that like they're leaving he's just like mm-hmm. nobody told me these dinosaurs were gonna escape or they were escaping yeah. they just left me here um right. So he's just literally having like the worst birthday ever, <laughs> for sure. And he ma-
2: he immediately makes it clear that he's like only caring about himself. So it, yeah, it, it's pretty clear at this point that this guy is not going to be um, much used to them. But it is kind of a bummer when they're like, you know, they kind of get crestfallen when he when he's he has no idea what's going on, and I you know mm-hmm. you can really see the reality for them kind of setting in like. Uh, this guy is not going to help us and no one knows what's going on and no one has a plan, you know, which yeah. unfortunately is like, it's like all the more relevant right now. It's like, man, that is believable that Jurassic world would like not have a plan uh, when something goes down
0: and, and everyone would be in chaos. It's, it's, it's too um,
2: real. I, too real. I, I I really felt
0: for Darius more, more, more than ever. <laughs> I have a audio clip of that, that sequence here. So let's, uh, let's take yeah. a listen to crazy Eddie here.
1: But the park obviously has a plan. So, <laughs> what's that plan? What do we do? You're asking me? <laughs> asking me? <laughs> is that like a good freaky laugh?
0: <laughs> do you not get it? We're doomed. No one is coming to help. But what about Dr. Wu? Our... Wu? Who do you think is to blame? Wu got greedy, and instead of dinosaurs, he built monsters. Maserani, tearing they're all clueless about what's really going on here. And after everything I did for the other guys.
1: (laughs) Other guys? What other... It doesn't
0: matter, does it? Jurassic World isn't a park. It's a powder keg, and it is detonating all around us. We're all going down. End of
1: story. No, you have to know what to do. You're an adult.
0: Don't look at me. I was just hiding until you all barged in.
1: But you drove all the way here, because... Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. You have a vehicle? So, that moment, like, there's there's so much, like, heartbreak in that moment for me, because, you know, these are kids, and, and, you know we're following along the the adventure of these kids and everything, but like at the same time they need help and they reach out to Eddie and it's really heartbreaking to hear Darius be like, y- you have to know what to do. You have to have a plan. You're, you're an adult. Right. Like it's such a heartbreaking line and I really feel for him. And it, and it really, it gives you this whole Gennaro quality to Eddie, right? Like, Gennaro did that exact same thing in Jurassic Park. He got out of the vehicle and and ran away. Tried to save himself, and that's what Eddie's doing here. It's it's really yeah. despicable and, and and heartbreaking for the kids. You know, yeah.
2: makes it easier for what happens next. But yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's it, 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 he reminds me of like this kind of classic character you get like in apocalyptic movies or mm-hmm. or shows. This person is like, don't you get it? We're all doomed. Like it's totally like a, <laughs> a type character, and it works perfectly in this situation. Yeah. Too bad that it, that the lecture comes for the kids because they did have all their eggs in this basket like we're going to go we're going to find an adult and then they're going to help us so it's like you wonder if they just kind of figured out in the beginning uh, that the adults were useless If they would have just made a break for the docks if they would have made it mm. but they were too much time <laughs> with Eddie I guess
0: yeah yeah, and they, they made it clear that like the landlines and the radio are down cell services is, is cutting out so yeah, right. Eddie, Eddie was their last salvation here um, yeah. And but like outside of the, him attempting or him, him them wanting him to save them, um, there's a lot of other details in here. You know, he's they they bring up Doctor Wu and t- talking yeah. about him gr- getting greedy and all that, and that he built and monsters. not
2: not knowing at mm-hmm. all too, which you know yeah. it helps kind of reinforce what we saw in the movie where you're like, would he would he really not know? But what, what Wu's doing? But like clearly, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like this little sequestered lab you know, that they just kind of did what they wanted to do. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if we really know what, what the motivation was.
0: <laughs> Dr. Doctor Wu and I guess maybe Eddie too, they, they just have like, it seems like there's labs all over the place, right? Like, I don't know what lab is what. Like we've got this lab here. You also have the labs like on Main Street. And yeah. even on that lab, Dr. Wu also has, like, another interior lab with, like, a you know, key card you yeah. got to get in or passcode.
2: NMS uh, and <laughs> Aftermath. That's a whole nother, whole nother lab complex. So they and got then, labs everywhere. I know. I,
0: I I think about the live tour lab that had, it was a completely different lab. I'm like, oh, there's yeah. so, so many exactly. labs on this island. Um, right. But one of the things that he says, like, they built – and he built monsters. And the, the camera, like, focuses on this, like – these eggs over there it's it's odd yeah Yeah, it's really odd that it just focuses on that nothing comes of it uh, uh, you know as far as we know but like nothing comes of it there it's just weird i found it odd like i don't know why like a little bit of a pregnant pause i thought he Mm -hmm. says
2: it and then yeah you see it kind of move the eggs around so
0: yeah yeah but um he also he also indicates like you know after everything i did for the other guys and 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 i'm like okay what is happening who are these other yeah. guys? At this yeah. point, I, I hear this line, and I'm like, "All right, Jurassic, you're getting really, really deep on, and not explaining all these connections between all these different right. characters and stuff." You know, like from the first the first uh, Jurassic World film, you've got you've got Dr. Wu, you've got Hoskins, you've got. Um, that, that other guy that was working with Hoskins and, and, you know, they're talking about, you're going to be well taken care of and, you know, they're going to take him somewhere yeah. and like, right. you know, people are packing up stuff. And then, then of course you have, you have mills, uh, in fallen kingdom. And you're like, yeah. do those guys connect at all? Who, like, who is who are any of those guys, other guys, I don't know. Yeah. Um it, I do you have any it's, inclination? It's nice at to this think point? that it
2: all connects somehow, but it, it sometimes it's kind of hard to hard it, to it see is... how it how it's going to. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I would love it if they all connected. And I think a show like this could yeah. Be beneficial to connecting those dots you know if they just come across a piece of information in a lab or something they're like okay well this guy connects to him and him and it is like literally you know brooklyn walked into the office at one point or you know and sees like the the chart connecting things and stuff like that it could be as easy Mm -hmm. as something like that where we get all these connections but like Mm -hmm. this i feel like this opens up another thread and we're like oh my god okay well now there's maybe other guys that i don't know of who are mm-hmm. they? What is going mm-hmm. on here? And 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 what did you do for them? I have no idea, but it piques my interest, of course.
2: For sure. And I know, you know, in the next episode or so we 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 kind of get a revelation about possible other guys. But in this moment, it's like I think about that Jurassic World scene where um Hoskins is on the phone about um the Domus getting out and, and kind of getting the clearance to use the Raptor squad to to chase mm-hmm. them. I mean, he's talking to somebody. It's like, who, yeah. who is he talking to? Um, <sighs> that who is this presence who was waiting for the Raptors to be able to be used? It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, but those are all threads that two movies and a show later, we're, we're still kind of waiting to kind of figure out where they're going.
0: Yeah. The whole mystery box aspect of, of that is very concerning to me. I really hope that we get answers for those threads yeah. at some point, but yeah knowing I, I don't know i mean with dominion coming up there's a chance but then like you know this show um introduces manacore right so we got that yeah. we have yeah. we have a, a you know if you want to consider the evolution of claire there's another company in that book um in biosyn of course uh yeah. coming up in dominion so it's like <clears throat> there's so many different threads and and different companies and different people that are potentially working on things I don't know. Like, hopefully things get to connected, dots get connected, but I don't hopefully. know. I don't know. As a huge, as a
2: huge lost fan,
0: I won't be too sad if if it all ends. Aww. And don't get the answers I need. <laughs> um. All right. So at this point, you know, we just heard Eddie's like, "Oh my God, you guys have a vehicle!" and he runs out, steals mm-hmm. the van, um, and. <laughs> It's just—it's pretty amazing, uh, uh, you know. At yeah. this point, what happens because he drives away and the Indominus is like, "Nope," and just smashes yeah. into that yeah. van. Yeah, happy birthday, Eddie. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I love how like he's like scrambling through the car and like its jaws are coming in. It, I mean, it yeah. felt like a, a a perfect like kind of Jurassic death. Um, without actually showing anyone get like ripped apart or something like Lost uh, mm-hmm. World's Eddie, but uh, it, yeah, just yeah. him kind of going over the back seat while the, the snout was in the car. I mean, it was good. It, it, again, this show does a, a really good job of sort of balancing that terror without being like too mature for, you know, what it actually is. So yeah. um, I thought they did that part well. And, and it was definitely one of those kind of hidden kills, but I mean, it, it worked.
0: Oh yeah, I I have no problem with the the hidden kills. I know you know some people say that they want to see more gore, I mm-hmm. guess, but like I, it doesn't you know I don't really need that in a show like this, and I'm perfectly fine with with these off kills, uh, off camera kills. You know I think they work great. right um
2: right and if you think about a drastic film it's not like there's just people getting um ripped in half by t-rexes left and right you definitely mm-hmm. you definitely save those moments for shock value and and, and in, in a show like this relative to everything that's going on these kind of few and far between casualties do have the shock value because you're like oh yeah. the kids mm-hmm. just saw that guy get iced that's serious stuff so
0: yeah i, um, I mean even but in the film he had it there's... coming yeah, even even in the films, there's off camera kills, so it all it all right. evens out at some point. Yeah, right. um, At this point, the kids are, I guess, they're running through the jungle and everything, and they come across a fence, but uh, then they're near these car- uh, cargo containers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and and they're like, the Indominus is coming up. They're trying to hide. Yeah. I found this whole sequence pretty pretty intense. I thought it was a really great moment. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, this show utilizes cargo containers a lot, <laughs> where it's just like yeah. we don't. I don't really know what goes here, so here's a bunch Mm -hmm. of cargo containers. (laughs) But uh, it worked. It really worked out well because, like, it was a very tense moment. Uh, Brooklyn drops a tablet at one point. The Indominus hears them, starts attacking. um, And Darius actually distracts uh, the Indominus so the kids can get to the van. And at that point, Yaz is going to drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it works, and you know, you've seen like drone footage of Disney World or something. Like, there is <laughs> a lot of cargo containers, by <laughs> yeah, soon, yeah. so I, I can kind of buy it. Um, yeah. But yeah. no, the, just the whole like uh, scenario. Um, it, it, it let the Indominus be dangerous without kind of you know making it kind of foolish that the kids were outsmarting it. I I, mm. I thought it was a, it was good, and it's kind of fun to see the Indominus. Uh, You know, not in like a crazed state, you know, trying to attack something, but sort of snooping around and trying to find these kids. So, yeah, it was definitely a good a good tense segment. And it it gave a chance for Darius to kind of show his heroic side by uh, distracting it.
0: Yeah. And this is one of those moments where I I still haven't like really analyzed Jurassic World um with these scenes in mind you know i haven't really Mm -hmm. revisited jurassic world in a way where i'm like okay that's where this moment takes place yeah but but i've done it with this show you know i know where this show takes place but like um i don't know like where so after that the gyrosphere attack and then we come across the visitor center is that the next place i think we see the indominus rex maybe around there so this maybe this is in between that section some point
2: uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It would definitely be around when it was in the visit. Yes, it would be because be. it runs from the visitor center because um, it sees the helicopter and then we, we kind of get to that point. So yeah. it's definitely um, after Hamada before the aviary crash, which mm-hmm. puts it right with the visitor yeah. center. So
0: so they the kids do escape in the van, um, so everything's good there. And then we cut to Dave and Roxy. Um, I do have a little audio cue from that moment here, so let me play that.
1: <laughs> it, come on, pick up. There's something going on. Stay at camp. We're heading to you. No, we're heading to you. Darius, wait. Why are you? We're all- what? what?
0: Long story. Short story? A dinosaur eight camp. Shorter story, epic leader Kenji somehow got everyone out safely. <laughs> and then we found a fan and bumpy. I got nothing. We're coming and <laughs> head heading
2: to the main park.
1: Should be there soon. We're getting out of here! Trevor yeah, <laughs> route!
0: Really nice music. Eaten, bro. Thanks. No, it is. Bruh? <laughs> oh no, you you made that sound weird. No more bro talk for you. <sighs>
1: Sammy?
0: and that's the uh, the big finish of that episode is that right. they reveal that the the phone was uh, in Sammy's uh, pocket mm-hmm. the whole time came out there as they hit a bump and uh, yeah. then they crashed they, they she's so distracted she just goes drifts off to the side yeah, and right smashes yeah. into some rocks yeah and it it's was brutal.
2: just when they were all kind of like mending their like sort of tension <laughs> about the phone being missing like yeah like I think um, it was uh, Sammy who rescued Brooklyn like moments before from the Indominus and like, you know, they were finally going to put it behind them. And then like it happened, this perfect narrative moment. um, Nah. Yeah. It uh, it goes (laughs) south.
0: As soon as, as you, you feel like you have a moment to celebrate in any thing, any, whatever it is. Yeah. You know that that that's going to be a bad moment.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, but it's just kind of funny to think, I, I totally get it. Like none of these kids have, I think Kenji says he has a learner's permit, but like it totally makes sense that Yaz just just looks behind her and just drives into a rock. Basically, I, I can buy that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it works out. I guess it checks out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're in a bad a bad spot here, and that's where the the episode ends. Like I said, and uh, good cliffhanger. Yeah, this show is really really great about ending with cliffhangers. Like mm-hmm. I think, as far as I remember, every episode so far is like. Oh, we're going to end it on something pretty big here, keep you right. watching. Exactly. Even though it's a bingeable show, it's not like you got to wait until next week or anything. Yeah. Uh, it still leaves you on a pretty amazing cliffhanger every time. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always totally. impressed. So any final thoughts here before we wrap up uh, episode five?
2: You know, I think um... – this had some great dino terror in it. Um, some of the best in the, the first season, I think um, mm-hmm. we kind of br- blew past it, but that van chase with the Indominus, like spraying oh, saliva yeah. on the back, like, like that was cool. And again, done well in a way that was felt tense. wasn't too sort of uh, graphic or anything. I mean, this, this just had some great Indominus Rex moments um, and, and different moments, the cargo containers and the chase. So it just goes to show that like this show can really pack a lot into one episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That chase sequence is really amazing. Um, yes. I I love the Indominus in this. It is really brutal. Like mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't shy away from the aggressiveness of any of the dinosaurs, really. I, I think no. they're all really aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. And this one, especially it's, it's pretty awesome. So well done. Yep. Well done. So yeah, that about wraps it up here for this episode. So as we head out, where can everybody find you online? So we got
2: um, which is the website, the, you know, toy news, all that good stuff. Um, you know, our mutual Jurassic contributor Tom uh, <laughs> is helping me out in, in, in writing articles for that along with me and uh, a couple other things. And I also have collect jurassic world podcasts. If you want to check out just me and Victoria uh, Victoria's Cantina, just nerding out about toys. And then of course, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at collect Jurassic for just uh, just more toy Jurassic toy goodness.
0: Yeah, you know, I wonder if Tom would have ended up going to the park with the kid with the other kids because, like, he's around the same age, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And I see him
2: totally like winning some sort of literary competition and and just getting (laughs) to go, um, and and probably getting dropped dropped off the monorail
0: and surviving in the woods and becoming a man. You know, (laughs) it's all possible. Who knows? so thanks again man it's been fun and uh, I'm excited yeah, totally. you're gonna stick around uh, and we're gonna do the next one so, so make sure everybody sure, downloads yeah. that episode 6 cool. it's gonna be fun thanks dude awesome thank you all so much for listening make sure to find us over on JurassicParkPodcast.com find us over on Twitter at Pod, on Instagram at Podcast, and on Facebook as well please subscribe to us over on YouTube and follow us on all major podcasts and platforms thanks everybody